on FM, on AM, online, on demand, and on video. We are where you are. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe is here now. Yes, it's a good day for singing a song, and it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything be wrong? A good day from morning to night. In the immortal words of Neff's famous philosopher, R. Eugene Weisenheimer, hello, welcome to a Monday, welcome to October, our first day together in the wonderful month of October. I noticed yesterday the tree in my front yard is doing two things, Bob. Leaves are changing color, and they're already falling. It's almost, I almost have to rake in the front yard. Get that rake out, Howard. It's, well... Uh, Nancy, are you well, I'll, get, I'll get it out. I'll, I'll get the rake out. <laughs> just, uh, honey, there's the rake. <laughs> get to work. Don't step on that rake, Howard. Yeah, don't step on the rake. But it really struck me last night that uh, uh, just walking down the street, the, the tree is is really turning orange and red very quickly, and 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 the leaves are falling. So I guess uh, the falling leaves fall past my window. It means that. Uh, Fall is certainly here. October is certainly here. 710, 10 minutes after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. 57 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 55 at the Highlands. 53 in Elm Grove and 55 here at the Robinson Autogroup Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Going to be sunny and high of 80. Now, Bob, try to remember that sunny and high of 80. You got that? Want to repeat it back to me? I got it. Go ahead. Sunny and high of 80. Because tomorrow it's going to be... Sunny and high of 80. Okay. Wednesday, it's going to be sunny and high of 80. And on and on it goes throughout the weeks. And I'm we noticing get, a, a theme here, you a see, pattern see, here, see Howard. see a theme there? It's going to be a pretty good week. Now, we'll get some rain, apparently, on Friday. All the details coming up with the Adam Fike from the Big 7 in our morning forecast a little bit later on this morning. What are we doing today? The federal shutdown was averted only temporarily. Kevin McCarthy, to get it done, put his speakership on the line. Uh, there's a lot to talk about from that federal government shutdown point of view, and we'll do that. Governor Justice asked, yes, oh, not yesterday, but Friday, about the financial report and the fact that he, well, uh, doesn't seem to have much money. He really tapped in and around it a lot and kind of explained a little bit about well, how well, I'm doing my best and we're okay. And I'll share with you a little bit what he had to say. Uh, uh, both Brad and Stephen posed some little, very serious questions to him. And in both cases, in my mind, uh, what the governor did was kind of tap danced around him. We'll talk about that. Bids for the future plans of the um, uh, Old Wheeling Inn in downtown Wheeling have been narrowed down to, to three finalists. They're being reviewed now over the next few weeks. Frank O'Brien from the Ohio County Convention and Visitors Bureau was with us a few weeks ago to give us the big overview. He's coming in a bit to give us the short overview today. Parkersburg passed a law recently, Bob, against against camping on public property, obviously aimed at the homeless. Uh, reports this weekend say Wheeling may consider something similar. We will talk about that. The debate over the culling of the deer at Ogilvy Park continues. And, of course, we have the usual slatter on sports. Tony Caridi's Mountaineer Report. Adam Fike's got the forecast. Taylor Long is in the WTF-TV7 Ohio Valley Newsroom. You'll have it all in sports, I know, Bob. But uh, good weekend for the Mountaineers. Not so good for the Steelers, right? Uh, really bad. Uh, well, we'll find out here this afternoon just how really bad that loss was. Kenny Pickett uh, hobbled off the field, and uh, according to who you want to believe, it could be season-ending or it could be just, uh, you know, maybe a week or two. But uh have to keep an eye on that. They certainly got beat up on the scoreboard. Uh, bad week for the good old boys, too. We got beat up. Uh, good weekend for the Mountaineers, though, Howard. Four well, on, and one. Even, nah, even, you want to talk about wait, that a little bit wait, more? Back up, wait, even be Listen, I, I don't take this the wrong way. I accept that sometimes you don't have the perfect score, but Bear got beat up too? Bear had a rough week. It was a rough week in the NFL and for the good old boys. Now, Mountaineers 4-1 and one though, Howard. And and really, uh, a lot of the experts had the uh, Mountaineers maybe winning only one game all, all season. And the game they had circled was, of course, Duquesne, which was really outmatched. But, man, they've won four in a row. Yeah. 
You think uh, old Neil Brown is uh, walking around with his chest out a little bit, Howard? Well, I think he probably is saying to his wife, honey, you don't have to call the moving company yet. Unpack the station wagon, honey. <laughs> yeah, because uh, let's be honest about it. At the beginning of the season and throughout the uh, the uh, uh, off season, it, 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 the betting was on whether Brown was going to stay or go. Right now, my bet is that he's going to stay. Um, you know, all things are going well. Four in a row, they went to Texas and won, Howard. I mean – and, and, and again, they I won big this weekend, didn't they? I, I don't think the defense, again, somebody's going to call me and jump all over me. I didn't watch that closely, but I believe the defense didn't even allow a point in the second half. And uh, the Mountaineers came out from the very beginning and let everybody know, hey, look, we're not going to be pushed around. And I believe that line, Howard, was close to two touchdowns. So a, a, a good good weekend for the Mountaineers. Really good weekend for Neil Brown. <laughs> a a deep sigh weekend. Every weekend he gets. Every time he gets another win, it's another. It's another. Honey, we might. You know, used to be you say, hey, maybe we'll we can you know get uh, get a raise, negotiate a new contract. With Neil Brown, it's I'm pretty sure I can keep my job a little bit for a while. Well, I'm hoping Mr. Brown, Coach Brown, is uh, is a loyal guy because think about this. If, you know. He was when I, I'm holding up my fingers here, Howard. There's, there's not much of a gap. He was that close yep. of being shown the door. I think the last and, thing and that, there were a lot of us, a lot of people saying he, he he won't last last season. And the scuttlebutt was he came down to dollars and cents. It was just too much money to say get out of here and keep moving. Here's the thing, and I'd love to see this happen because it would mean it was good for the Mountaineers. If Neil Brown suddenly is a hot coach, you know, if he gets through this season where a lot, again, a lot of the experts, Howard, had the Mountaineers winning one game. Yeah, down there. Way if he down could the somehow get through this stretch, maybe get Mount, the Mountaineer team to a, a bowl game, Howard, now Neil Brown might say, uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, I might listen to other offers now. Thank you very much. Well, if you're a Mountaineer fan, you got to feel good. Now, this was the last of a home stretch, I think. The next Mountaineer game is an away game, I think. I, I'm, no, uh, this was away, too. That's what I oh, mean. this is away? They went to Texas. They were 12-and-a-half uh, oh, okay. point underdogs, and they uh, they won, Howard. Very good. Well, more details coming up in the slider on sports, but I just thought uh, those are the two biggies. Uh, JM uh, notched their first win of the season this uh, past weekend here on uh, the Watchdog. A game heard here on the Watchdog Network. Uh, I, unfortunately, I didn't get to hear it, so I don't know much about that game. The uh, Unfortunately, the Knights did not notch a win. No, they ran into a buzzsaw. Uh, Murray, I believe is the uh, pronunciation. Murray of D.C. Murray of like D.C., yeah. yeah, came to, uh, to Wheeling and put a whooping on the uh, Maroon Knights. All right, well, that's a quick look at the weekend sports. We'll have more coming up. Slider on sports, plus Tony Caridi's Mountaineer Report in the next hour of the show here on the Watchdog Morning Show. 7.15, I should remind you, y'all can ask any questions you want to. Y'all can be part of the show. All you have to do is use the Frio Stack auction service lines. The phone line is 304-232-8255. Call us, talk to us. The text line is 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600, uh, Frio Stack Auction Service text line. Always happy to share uh, with you. Howard, will you ask the Fike Master? I assume that's Adam Fike. Adam Fike, The yeah. Fike Master. That's a new phrase for him. Will you ask the Fike Master what Ogilvy Fest weather will be like this weekend? Uh, where's my forecast here? That's a good question. What's it supposed to be like this weekend? It's going to be a little cooler in the evenings and not 80, but we're going to have 80s this week, and I think by the weekend it's going to it's start going down. It's going to be significantly cooler. looks to me like, um, if I'm reading this right, we'll be in the 60s on Friday and maybe even only up to around 60 on Saturday. Take a jacket with you. But that's actually Ogilvy Fest weather. That's good weather. No, that's actually Ogilvy Take a sweatshirt and a jacket with you. Yeah, but that, that's that's the kind of weather you actually want for Ogilvy Fest. At least I so way I, uh, I envision You don't want to go up there and sweat, do you, Howard? No. Although I can remember being at Ogilvy Fest in the snow. I remember watching when I think that my boys, when my boys were boys, so we're going back a number, not a lot of long time, uh, and they were in the band and they were marching in the Ogilvy Fest parade in the snow. I remember that. So, hey, I think this could be, looks like it's going to be a fall like weekend. But I will, uh, to, thanks to the texter, I will make sure I ask the Fike Master uh, what Ogilvy Fest weather will be like this weekend. Nancy and I did our usual ride, 717, by the way, on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, here on a Monday morning. Nancy and I did our usual driving around. We always take a little ride on the weekend. On a Saturday, uh, we got out and uh, went to Melman's for lunch. First time I've been into Melman's since the pandemic. 
Did I'm, everybody say like Norm at Cheers? <laughs> Howard! Like, there's Howard, everybody. Well, I did hear one person go, hey, Howard, buddy. You know who it was? Who was that? Sammy the Bull. Hey. The Bull was Morning, there. Morning, Sammy, the if you're listening. The Bull was there. It was uh, good to see the Bull. I haven't talked to the Bull for a while. It's nice to see him. He's doing well. Health is good. He's looking. Another one of your Hall of Fame eaters. He's looking good. Yeah, boy, I looked at, listen, I looked at his tray. I, he probably, the tray probably was carrying the whole family's food. Please, Lord, let it be the whole family's food because otherwise, Sam, Sammy out eat me, could out eat me, no question about it. Anyways, it was good to see Sammy. So we went to Melman's. Then we did a little drive through uh, Ogilvy, and it was not any big event. There was nothing going on this coming weekend, Ogilvy Fest. There was no specific event, but the park was packed. I love to see it that way. There was a wedding. There were wedding receptions. There were picnics going on. People were partying. There were walkers and and and, and hikers. Um, just the, the place was packed, but not not because of any big event. Just because people were at the park enjoying themselves. Yeah, no, I'm sure that did make you uh, feel good. But man, beautiful weather for it. Uh, and yeah, when you cruise through the park and it's it's busy, you know, busy all around you. That is that is a good feeling. I was a little bit out. Uh, I was out a little Friday, Howard, and I got something for you. Uh oh. I got more feedback Friday than I have in quite some time. And, and people said, you know, listen this morning. Great Hold on, before, wait, before you go any further, are they going to say bad things about me? No, it's what I'm saying. I, I, oh. I, I tend to keep those uh, comments to myself, oh, okay. Howard. You know, I don't want to hurt your feelings. No, this is good, good, good stuff. And the scuttlebutt was, tell Howard, great job on that uh, the cleaner uh, property down there. And tell Howard to keep going. Tell Howard to keep looking down there because there's more to that story. I'm going to be delving into it a bit more. Not today um, for a variety of reasons, but I am going to be delving into that some more uh, as uh, as this week goes on. But um, And I ran into a couple of people who you were just— You struck a nerve, Howard. Well, I ran into people who were just listeners. They, they weren't saying, like, keep it up. They are just saying, hey, listen to you every day. So bumping into more and more of those folks. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. The one thing, Bob, you can help me with this. Um, the one, th- so I, lots of people at the park, as I said, picnics and party. Oh, and homecoming pictures. It was homecoming for uh, Lindsley, so a lot of homecoming pictures getting taken. And um, <laughs> one thing really jumps out at me, and I, this is an old man's comment. How do the girls sit down in those homecoming dresses? I mean, I'm not being funny, nor am I trying to be chauvinistic or leering. How do they sit down in those dresses? I don't know. You're asking the wrong guy here. I have no idea. I, I mean, I saw one girl trying to get out of a car and was like, oh, man, avert my eyes. I was just, whew, man, the girls get really duded up for this stuff. Um, so there were a lot of homecoming pictures being taken uh, at the park in different spots of the park uh, all throughout Ogilvy. And then so my wife and I decided that we would um, foolish. We were foolish. We were foolish. Dumb, dumb, dumb people. We said, well, let's go out to dinner. OK. And we, we you know, try to figure out where to go. Who's going to have room? What do you feel like? You know, the usual things. And uh, uh, we ended up at uh, Texas Roadhouse. I thought, well, I wouldn't mind a prime rib. And we pulled in the parking lot and said, oh, well, things are a little busy here, but it'll be okay. I'm sure it'll be okay. And uh, we went in, and they said, well, it'll be about 15 minutes or so. Please go back out and sit in your car while you wait, and uh, you know, we'll call your number when the time comes. Um, and that was when I realized what an idiot we had been. It's homecoming night. Lindsley literally brought vans worth of kids up in, in the Lindsley van. Lindsley van pulls up. It's like a clown car. They got like 20 kids come out. The second van pulls up behind him. Twenty more kids come out. Oh man, we were just dumb as could be. I don't, I don't criticize. I don't complain. The restaurant did the best they could to accommodate everybody, including Nancy and I. But holy mackerel, we waited forty-five minutes. And again, I, I don't normally do that, but I understood the, the problem, and it was our problem. How dumb could we be? We had just driven through the park and seen all of the homecoming people. We knew it was homecoming, and maybe I know it was Lindsley because the big vans were there. I don't know if others had it as well. Uh, and that always means 
long wait times at restaurants. So you stepped out into the parking lot. Did you do a, a did you call an audible, Howard? Did you go, Omaha, Omaha, forget this, we're going somewhere else, or did you wait it out? No, we waited it out. Thought for a little bit about it and did the old, she, they said five to 15 minutes. Well, look, I know that wasn't right. Did they give you one of those flashers? I mean, how no, do you know? No, they take your phone. In that they particular holler really loud for you? Both. They take that and they, they take your phone number. There is a story to that as well, which I'll get to here in a second. They take your phone number and they t send you a text. Your table is ready, Mr. Monroe. Okay. Uh, so five to 15 minutes. I didn't expect 15. I, 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 my, in my mind, 15 to 30. Okay. And that, okay. We talked about it. Do we want to stay? Well, by the time we drive, two things. Every place is going to be busy. And by the time we drive to someplace else, we've eaten up that 15 minutes anyway. So we waited. It was no big deal. It was pleasant outside. We just sat there. was little kids running around. I played with little kids. I always worry it someday I'm going to get picked up for being a pervert because I play with these. I always play with little well, kids. Well, let's review, Howard. Uh, the, the dresses, uh, can they sit down, looking, watching, sitting Hold down, on. and Hold the little on. kids. No, no. This is this observational talk show host there. That's all. And I love to play with the You know, I love little kids. I think of Teddy. Anyway, um, so we waited. And we waited uh, 15 minutes and then 30 minutes. I said to Nancy, we'll wait 30 minutes. and But I was still hungry. I said, we'll wait a little bit longer. 45 minutes we waited. 45. But – Again, normally I would get up and leave or I would complain. I get it. And they were trying their best to accommodate everybody they could. I, the, the, the restaurant was working like that. Did that work? Did that? There we go. Working like that. So I, I didn't have any complaints. So uh, now 723 here in the morning on the Watchdog Morning Show. But there was one more thing, Bob, and I need your help with this that I saw uh, as we drove through. You should have asked for my help at the parking lot, Howard. I said, let's go. Well, There's got to be somewhere else. Let's go somewhere else. <laughs> go somewhere else. <laughs> um, I, the deer were out at Ogilvy. Um, they were looking bad. Did any have arrows sticking out of them, Howard? No, but I think they knew they are coming. They kind of looked sad. I want to talk about that, the deer call at Ogilvy. And there is at least uh, there are a couple of people calling for a boycott of Ogilvy because of the deer call. We'll talk about that coming up next on the Watchdog Morning Show. Glad you're here, my friends. It's 724. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective Let's have an auction. L13, and Stack Auction Service. We sell the earth and everything on it. From estates to business liquidation, antiques, coins, firearms, real estate, and more. We're also certified appraisers. Frio and Stack can handle it all. Call us now for a free outside consultation. 304-233-3168. Or visit FrioAndStack.com. Licensed in West Virginia, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. Frio and Stack Auction Service. We sell the earth and everything on it. How much could a cyber attack cost your business? The costs stemming from a cyber attack can vary tremendously, but are extremely significant. Recent studies have shown that the average cost of a data breach to small business can range from $120,000 to $1.2 million. In addition to financial loss, companies also suffer downtime, lost opportunities, and data recovery expenses that can all quickly add up. Could your organization survive a cyber incident? If you are unsure if you are doing enough to protect your data, reputation, and dollars from cyber criminals, contact the team at Omni Strategic Technologies today. Omni has the right tools and support to help keep your business protected. Call 304-242-7600 and schedule your free consultation today or visit omniperforms.com. Omni Strategic Technologies, the only cybersecurity and advisory firm that the watchdog trusts. The coffee is brewed, phone lines are open, and the morning team is ready to roll. From the Robinson Auto Group Studios, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Close your eyes and I'll kiss you tomorrow. I'll miss you. Send 
727, 27 after the hour, 57 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 55 at the Highlands, 53 in Elm Grove, and 55 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Attention, Nancy Monroe. Attention, Nancy Monroe. An important message for my wife, courtesy of Steve from St. C. It is important. It is, because uh, we're not going out on Saturday. That's the important thing. Honey, it's time for us to prepare for a nice home-cooked meal on Saturday. So get to fixings, because according to Steve from St. C, four homecomings this weekend, including Wheeling Central. Restaurants will be packed on Saturday night. Well, had I known that last this past Saturday, I may not have gone, but now I know. So thank you, Steve from St. C. Four Four homecomings this weekend, including Central, so it is going to be a very busy night. Time for us to do some home cooking, honey, or, or, or to make plans to pick up and take out. Of course, I don't even know they will do takeout. I think Steve from CC is advertising. He wants you to call him Door to bring dashing. you the dinner, Howard. Steve, will you be dashing? You know, if I, if, if I get you to dash, will you bring me some? Will you bring me some dinner on Saturday? Also talking about this homecoming business. <clears throat> off the text line, 304-214-1600, the Frio Stack Auction Service text line. And I mentioned, um, and, and I know I'm an old guy. I mean, I'm an old man. I, 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 I acknowledge that. And I, you know, it's, I, what's wrong with these whippersnappers is kind of, you know, one of my phrases. Um, but I, the, the dresses these girls were wearing, just unbelievable. Well, I'm, I'm not going back to that. Stop it. Stop it. You're making me sound like I just I can't believe it. And and it's the same thing. This texter asked, Howard, where are the dads of these girls that have those dresses on? Would you let your would you let your you don't have a daughter, but and I don't either. But would you let your daughter go out in dresses like that? Wait a minute. Thank you, Jesus. No, I never had daughters. Yes, out, and yeah. I was praying the whole time in there. <laughs> no, because no, I, I, I wouldn't have been good at that. No, I'd have been terrible at that. Uh, you know. I know it's the trend. I, look, I mean, every there were no uh, none of the girls I saw at the homecomings, at the park, uh, or at the restaurant, were demurely dressed, or or I don't know what they weren't. You know, dressed the way the girls would have been dressed when I was going to homecoming. I mean, they all were these super short, super whatever. That's a good question. You know. I suppose, though, the dads say, honey, you can't go out on that. Dad, it's what everybody's wearing, probably. And dads, I assume, they, dads go, well, okay, if everybody's wearing it, I guess, guess you go wear it. Although I'm so far out of this, Bob, I'm probably like four generations behind. You know, I suppose the parents of kids who are going to the homecoming today probably wore these kind of dresses when they went to the homecoming for their own. Yeah, and I'd have been a wreck because I'd have said, "Well, wait a minute, honey, you got to, you forgot about this. What's that, Dad? Well, this is the chastity belt. I'm yeah. going to help you put on before you walk out the door." And listen, don't mind the car behind you all the way to That's the. It's me and Uncle Howie. <laughs> we'll, we'll be, we will be on patrol, just so you know. We'll not say who or where, but actually, I did that once upon a time with a friend of mine. Hey, it's our first, it's our first dance, first date. Let's go. <laughs> we, but you know, we learned from Law and Order how to how to lay back and you know track trail undercover the, trail the cars undercover. Absolutely. All right, seven thirty one twenty nine till the hour. I, I want to talk about. So let's. I, I want. We better get to the news. But Bob, the deer at Ogilvy looks so mangy, and um, and they're changing color too. Is that normal? Well, it all depends what color they're changing. Gray. They were turning gray. Yeah, I mean, their coats are going to change uh, from season to season. But, uh, you know, we really haven't had that temperature yet. But, okay, I'm, I haven't really eyeballed them, but okay. Well, you know, I, we always look for the deer. I mean, it's always fun to look for the deer. And, and there were a lot of them around. Uh, but they they were all turning gray, which just to me looked like it helped to make, make the sickness look worse. And I don't know if they were sick or not, but they didn't look, they didn't look healthy. It's just me. I don't know enough about you know, deer and animals to know, but they didn't look healthy to me uh, at all. And as we all know, there is going to be a deer call, C-U-L-L, not, you know, no, no, not a call, not a call, not a call and not a kill, except it is a kill, a deer call, uh, thinning the herd, so to speak. The folks at Ogilvy say that, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not foresters. 
but the people who look at this kind of stuff say that Ogilvy's deer population is five times what it should be, and they need to just thin it out. And so they're going to have a deer call, bow shoot. Uh, I don't have the dates. I don't think they've set the dates yet. It's going to you have to apply, you have to get a permit, you have to be, be a certain area, and all that kind of stuff. But they're going to call the herd uh, with um, with bow shooting. Now I saw a couple of people online this weekend, Bob suggesting they want to boycott Ogilby Fest this year because of the deer kill. How can you kill those little Bambi-esque creatures? Uh, if you're going to kill Bambi, we're not going to come to Ogilby Fest. Certainly anybody's right to do that. I- I'm not sure. I don't know. Do you think this deer call is right? I know it's right. Anybody with that strong of opinion, I would assume that had that opinion before this. You know, they probably aren't hunters. You know, they, they look at it that way as... Shouldn't, shouldn't kill the animals. Maybe it's PETA. I, I don't know. But if they pay attention, that, that, that's going to be unhealthy for every, all the deer. And they have to do something. And they're not just going to walk away. They're, you know, they're not going to say, it's checkout time. You guys have been here too long. You get to go somewhere else. You that's know, not it seems work. like, because it, it, I, I, little but I know, Bob, I tend to agree with you. That at some point, you have to call the herd, right? I mean, they're thin the herd, so to speak. I get that. I guess or be, nature will do it for you. Well, except I think that the issue here is the deer at Ogilvy have become so tame that there's not a lot of nature thinning to begin with, right? Um, so just one of the texts, uh, yeah, not texts, but uh, Facebook posting, had decided to boycott Ogilvy Fest this year due to the slaughter of the deer that they allowed to become tame. Please consider doing the same. Now, I mean, I... The point there is, uh, again, I think it was nobody's really fault, but the, the deer were allowed to become tame. You and I said we've been going to Ogilvy Park a long, long time. It, it was never like that. They would stand there and look at you, but they would never come to your window and say, hey, what do you got for me? And part of that is the fault of the park, I guess, by allowing it and not enforcing it enough. Uh, part of it is the fault of, of uh, people who still – feed the deer you know even though i think there are signs around there don't feed the deer whatever but um i think i said weekend or not last weekend maybe the weekend before uh, there was almost like a picnic in that area up by the the observatory that big field that's up there going down towards the cabins and there were three or four suvs there and they all gotten out they were out in the field you know it was like feeding time and that person, I mean, that's that's I believe radical thinking. You know, asking for a boycott of the of the park because it's a problem and something has to be done about the problem. I'm not agreeing on the method. I don't think you bring bow hunters in. What do you do? I think you got to shoot them. Really? <laughs> I know that person's going. Whoa! Wild. No, you, look, Howard. Isn't I mean, isn't, isn't a isn't an arrow. Oh, I guess that might not work. That deer might run over to, to Lee Park or, or run across the golf course with that arrow sticking in it. You just don't know. And what are you going to do? Line up, I don't know, 10 archers? One guy isn't going to be able to do that. Five guys isn't going to be able to do that. You ought to just go in there, feed them, bunch them up. And I know shooting is risky business Eesh, up there. Eesh. I understand that. Eesh. But plan it out where you want to shoot, what direction, and kill them and be done with it. Wheeling Park Commission, after the uh, call was first announced and then after they got some feedback and negative response, Wheeling Park Commission says they are, quote, monitoring the response to the upcoming deer call. I think that what means we're going to see what the public reaction is. They don't want to make anybody is. mad, Howard, but if the cat's already out of the bag, you, you have a problem, you have to do something. Shoot him? Well, what do you think happens when you stick that bow, that arrow in them, Howard? That's a painful death. That's running down the the hill a couple hundred yards, wondering what the hell's going. Why is that pain in my side? Doesn't it give, shoot doesn't, them. It, doesn't give them like a like a a, a running chance. If it's, it, we're not talking about chance here. We're talking we about don't want the a chance. Pro- we no, want them, we we're want talking about doing the best we thing want we can, dead. quick and simple. Be done with it. The uh, this has been about a week or so ago, so the numbers could change. Uh, Bob Peckinpah, who is the uh, new CEO up at uh, Ogilvy, the Wheeling Park Commission, says they've received over 700 comments, and it doesn't say how many of them are for or opposed to this. And he's honest. He said, look, probably about 50% of the people making multiple comments. So, uh, you know, but, but hundreds of people have responded to this. So I don't know. Um, I mean, you could do it right, Howard. You could bait them. You could set up maybe four towers where the shooters go up and they're basically shooting straight down 
And again, is it is it ideal? But nothing is going to be ideal. Well, all I can say is they look kind of sick to me. And they're everywhere. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Now, I say that in a fun. Most weekends, I can, most Mondays, I come in and say, oh, it was so wonderful. All the deer were around. But again, I do know that at some point it becomes a problem. Uh, you're welcome to thought, uh, offer your thoughts on this at 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600, the Frio Stack Auction Service text line. We'll talk to Adam Fike about the forecast, and we'll check about Ogilvy's forecast, Ogilvy Fest forecast uh, coming up. But first, we'll go to the newsroom of WTRF-TV and Ohio Valley headlines from Taylor. Good Monday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this October the 2nd. Even with the high temps, summer is officially over and the crisp dry fall season is on its way. Although you may be excited, there are some precautions you should take if you're planning on burning any brush. October marks the beginning of fall fire season and it will continue through December 31st. The West Virginia Division of Forestry reminds people to confine their outdoor burning between the times of 5 p.m. and 7 a.m. and have all fires completely extinguished within that window. Requirements for burning include a pile of 5 feet by 5 with a perimeter that is clear from 10 feet away. The Wheeling Fire Department shared some of the most common ways a small burn can become a bigger one. And 7 News is your local election headquarters. A lawsuit has been filed in West Virginia to keep former President Donald Trump off the 2024 ballot. That suit originated with a Texas Republican named John Anthony Castro, who filed it in multiple states. He claims Trump can't hold political office because of Section 3 of the 14th Amendment to the Constitution. The amendment says that anyone who has engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the U.S. cannot run for office. As it stands, Mr. Trump has never been convicted on those charges. We spoke to West Virginia Senator Shelley Moore Capito about it, who calls the whole situation ridiculous and says it's likely being funded by anti-Trump activists. And mark your calendars. A decades-long Ohio Valley favorite is back again with a long list of activities for people to do. The 46th annual Ogilby Fest fall celebration will happen next weekend, October 6th through the 8th. It's presented by WVU Medicine, Wheeling Hospital, and Reynolds Memorial Hospital. The event will feature regional foods, various homemade crafts, competitions for all ages, a parade, and even a fireworks display. All the details can be found at WTRF.com. That was a look at your headlines. Have a marvelous Monday. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit. From Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's, and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining, and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. Broadcasting from the Ohio Valley, talking about the Ohio Valley. We're live and local. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Take a night and stay together.
That's one of those songs from the old days that probably weren't the most appropriate. Wouldn't be nice if we could sleep together. We just need to be a little bit older. See, you are kind of twisted this morning. I thought you would say, hey, Adam, wouldn't it be nice if we had nice weather for the Ogilvy Fest? Well, I, that's that's something, too. Coming up, Bob, before the show is done, one of your favorite and my favorite TV shows of all time had an anniversary yesterday. Have any idea what it is? I'll tell you in a bit. But have any idea what it is? You may. I will. Uh, I'll think about it. All right. Uh, one of our fav- absolute favorite shows of all time. We'll do that. And uh, what did Governor Justice have to say when asked about his finances? It's all goodness. It's all goodness. We'll get into that. But first, let's get to Adam Fike from the Big Seven WTRF's Morning Meteorologist. Adam, good morning. Hopefully, you had a great morning, weekend. Howard. Did you? Had a good weekend. How about you? Uh, I did. It was uh, relatively quiet. But uh, took, you know, my usual, my wife and I took our usual ride through Ogilvy Park, which was very busy. Lots of activity going on up there. Went out for dinner a couple of times, and, uh, and that was it. Played with my grandson, and next thing I knew, I was picking up slider in the morning. So that's, that was how my, my weekend went. Uh, looks like we're going to have a pretty good week, at least the first part of the week, right? Today and the first part of the week? I mean, I think every day this week has at least one positive. I mean, it's going to be warm. But at least today through Wednesday, it's going to be in the 80s, but at least we see plenty of sunshine. Okay. Do we no comments? There we go. Oh, 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 I, yeah, I was, I just, I sensed a, I sensed a comma, not a period there. I'm sorry about that. Yes, it looks like it's going to be sunny and pleasant temperatures, really, at least beginning today and all through, well, through the midweek at least. I guess we might get, uh, and a little bit of rain at the tail end of the week, is that right? Yeah, unfortunately not looking the best for Ogilvy Fest come the weekend, but, I mean, rain. The good news, though, is rain has been pushed back a little bit because initially when I first was looking this weekend, it was like, oh, now it's going to rain Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. Now it just looks like it's going to be mainly Friday into Saturday morning. Most of, I expect that most of Saturday, most of Sunday stay dry. Well, so that- we're all like a straight pop up that won't, really that won't be too bad for Ogilvy fest you know a little rain in the morning is uh that, that that's livable that's doable and then uh, uh later in the day sunny and nice and sunday sunny and nice so that's good that's good did, have you been to Ogilvy fest did you go up there last year we went up we went up last year but i didn't get to spend an extended period of time because i was filling in for zach at that time so i didn't really get to fully enjoy it so Unfortunately, the day that we get to enjoy this, the rainy Friday, but you know what? I'll take it over nothing. Uh, it's going to be, I, I love Ogilvy Fest. It is one of those events, though, that whenever it's written up in the paper or ten, Channel 7 does a story about it, they say, you know, uh, a, a, a long running traditional event uh, here in the Ohio Valley that's been around forever. I remember the first one. <laughs> I remember the very first Ogilvy Fest when they, when they did it 46 years ago. Um, and it was gigantic the first year. The first year they did it, they literally had gridlock. Uh, they literally, you know, people coming from all directions, and they literally had gridlock. They couldn't, nobody could move for a while because it was just such a huge event. It's, and it continues to be that way, but they've managed the traffic a lot better uh, since then. It's still a very busy weekend, but just it's something for everybody up there. Um, what I used to enjoy, we don't go up as much anymore for a couple of reasons, but um, what I used to enjoy was the German Rathskeller, Bob. Get uh, bratwurst, what? not brat, the German Rathskeller. Beer, bratwurst, not work, not uh, knockwurst. Yeah. Sounds like something I wouldn't eat on a bed, Howard. Oh, man, that was, that was the first stop of the, uh, again, when, my, when I, my kids were kids, they were in the band, and the bands were still part of the Ogilvy Fest parade. So we'd go up early, watch the parade, walk across the street there uh, to the uh, shelter, uh, um, not Howler, I guess it is Howler Shelter maybe. Actually, walk across the street to the shelter where they had the German Rathskeller. Early morning beer, little little not works, knock, knock worst and brought worst. Yeah, baby, that was, that was, that was it. So uh, hopefully you'll get up there at least some point, Adam, and, uh, and enjoy yourself. Maybe you could do, maybe you could do some German dancing too. I don't think you want to see that. Let's see. How do they do? Ziggy, 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 ziggy. Hoy, hoy, hoy. That's what they say with the German band. Ziggy, 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 ziggy. Hoy, hoy, hoy. And Bob, after a couple of those beers, the German Rathskeller, I was doing the ziggy, ziggy. Oh, no. Is there pictures out there of that, Howard? <laughs> there probably are. And let's just not uh, let's just not worry about those. And I if anyone actually, has them, please send them in. 
What's that? I said, if anyone, any listeners have any good photos that they can <laughs> send, send, send them in. And uh, for the first couple of years, every year, I sang on stage the Ogilvy Fest song. Beer Ogle, involved in that also. Had to Ogilvy be. Fest, Ogilvy Fest, the best time of the... I can't remember it now, but uh, it was... Um, uh, yeah, I sang, I sang the song. My dear, beloved, uh, now passed away friend, Mike Westbury, and the Mike Westbury band was the band that would play... And he would always have me come up on stage and sing the song. Howard, I know you very well. Adam doesn't know you as well as I do. You are an introvert. You are the guy standing in the corner somewhere unless there is Bud Light. How many Beer. Bud Lights did it take for Beer. you to open it up with the anthem, Beer. Howard? <laughs> Ogilvy. i got to try to remember how that went. Ogilvy Fest, Ogilvy Fest, the best fest in the land. I got. I'm. I'm gonna, it's going to bug me all morning long till I remember all those words. Must have been a lot of beer, Adam. If, if any of you remember the old Ogilvy, they don't sing it anymore. But the old Ogilvy Fest song, I have to. Uh, but I, I sang that on stage every year for the first several years, so that was fun. All right, Adam. So forecast pretty good. What do we look at? Just quickly looking ahead into next week. Um, actually, not a bad week next week either, right? No, the only thing next week itself is like. We see it on Saturday, Sunday. We see temperatures a little bit cooler. So Monday, Tuesday, we'll likely see passing cloud sunshine. We'll see cooler temperatures as well. So good news is for at least October, I can't promise any further. Once we get past these couple of days this week, we shouldn't see 80s. <laughs> We're seeing uh, yeah, 80s for the the mid of, middle of the week. Then we begin to drop down a little bit, and we uh, into the 50-ish range, 50s range. Uh, come the tail end of the weekend and into next week. All right, Adam, I appreciate it. Have yourself a great morning this morning. And remember, ziggity, 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 hoy, hoy, hoy. I would never believe that you're an introvert, Howard. <laughs> we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Bob, I am an introvert because, which is which is not unusual for radio people, right? Well, yeah, you don't get lippy until somebody puts that microphone in front of you. Yeah, I mean, but it, that's there's a it's a it's an old joke in the radio business, you know. We 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 are extroverts on the air because we can't stand to talk to anybody off the air, right? I and mean, that's that's actually the way it is. Ten till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Mister Slider has our sports force coming up in just a minute or so. Uh, one of Bob and my favorite shows of all time, celebrated sixty one years yesterday. 61 years it would have been on the air it opened up 61 years ago i'll tell you what it was coming up on the watchdog morning show belmont carson petroleum has been serving the ohio valley for over 70 years they specialize in providing energy needs from heating oil service for home heating systems to industrial and commercial demands in the valley with most deliveries being made within 24 hours customers can now order fuel online 24 7. download their iphone or android app and order right now. So call Belmont Carson Petroleum toll-free today at 1-800-597-7718. Most of us are faced with uncertainty every day. Your job, your finances, sporting events, schooling for your children, and so much more. With so much uncertainty surrounding you, there is one auto dealership that you can be certain about, and that's Doan Ford. You can be certain that you always get a great deal and the best service afterwards. Being in business for over 50 years has given Doan Ford the reputation of being a strong, reliable dealership. Be certain. Choose Doan Ford. Online at DoanFord.com. I'm not buying till I check Doan Ford. Hello, Ohio Valley. This is Kate Delaney inviting you to join me overnight here on The Watchdog. Whether it's talking to big names in entertainment or sports, discussing the latest political news, or just chatting about life, I'll be here to keep you company on The Watchdog, WVLY AM 1370, FM 97.7, or online at watchdognetwork.com. Millions plan for retirement online. Estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home. And give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere. Allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Time to pack the lunchbox.
Check the backpack. Get the kids back to school. And we're right there with you on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Clearly, you figured it out, Mr. Slider. One of the greatest TV shows of all time. Both of us, I think, would concur with that. 61 years ago last night, the Johnny Carson version of The Tonight Show uh, debuted. Uh, it, uh, it was the third iteration of The Tonight Show. You had um, Steve Allen, who was absolutely tremendous, but it was a different kind of show. You had Jack Parr, who in, in my mind was close to Carson. It was a totally different kind of show, but I love Jack Parr. And then Johnny Carson took over. And, of course, it was uh, October 1st, 1962, the show started. And May 22nd, 1992, the show came to an end. Now, there's a lot of them out there that you could name on one note. But I would have to say that that is one of the most recognizable I would absolutely agree. TV show themes out there. I mean, dun, 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 it was just there. And people loved the show. Uh, written by? I believe Paul Anka. Paul Anka. And uh, Paul Anka and Johnny Carson. Of course, Carson is dead, so it's a state now. Well, I guess Anka might be dead, too. I don't know. Uh, but Anka and Carson got royalties every single night that that, show, that, that song played. And uh, that's, that's actually that's what partly made them the, the millionaires they were. Now, do we have to send Paul Anka a check because Johnny's long gone? Because I think Shh. you and I is the only one that plays that song anymore, Howard. Shh. Because the real answer is yes. The correct answer is yes. People have Paul's address. Yeah, yeah. The answer is we really shouldn't uh, shouldn't be doing that. Uh, real quick, because I know you got sports to get to. Three band leaders during the time of the Tonight Show. Who were they? I don't remember, but I know his name. Skitch Henderson. Skitch Henderson was the first one. Uh, Doc Severinsen, of course, was the last one. And I don't know the guy in the middle. Milton DeLug. Milton. I remember that, but only va- only vaguely. Anyway, um, without a doubt, one of the greatest TV shows of all time. Time now for Slider on Sports. Week number four of the NFL was a real bummer as far as the good old boys are concerned, Howard. The Houston Texans, way too much for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They went 30-6, to but the Steelers lose quarterback Kenny Pickett also to a knee injury. We'll find out later today just how bad of an injury uh, that is. The early game from London, England. Did you know that, Howard? I did not know that. They opened up the morning with the early game. Now, you had to pay for it. You just couldn't turn your TV on and voila, there it is. But uh, from London, England, it was Jacksonville over Atlanta, 23-7. to So wow. I don't know if that's going to be the new trend or not, but it seemed like they are leaning that way. Buffalo humbles the Miami Dolphins, the Bills winning big, 48-20. to Miami, my, Minnesota, how about, gets their first that's win. an M word. Minnesota gets their first win of the season. Carolina still looking for theirs. The Vikings over the Panthers, 21-13. to The Broncos with their first win. Chicago still winless. Denver over the Bears, 31-25, to and I, it appears that Chicago is done with uh, Chase Claypool, former Steeler wide receiver who they got in a trade. I, they told him, you know what, stay away. Don't even come to the, uh, the field. Wow. That's a bad sign. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not good to get that Kind of a couple months ago when you told me, you know what, Bob, I'm sick of you. Stay away from the station. Don't, just, don't, don't, just don't come. But we here. worked things out, didn't we, Just, don't, just don't come. <laughs> Stay away. The uh, Baltimore Ravens over the Cleveland Browns, 28-3, a game you heard right here on the Watchdog Network. Deshaun Watson, he didn't play at a sore shoulder. L.A. Rams, 29, Indianapolis Colts, 23, Tampa Bay, 26, New Orleans, 9. The Eagles hold on over Washington. Philadelphia wins in overtime 34 to 31. And Tennessee pounds Cincinnati. Bengals drop to one and three. Uh, the Titans win 27 to three. The Chargers win two in a row. Jerry Ames, they win 27 to 17 over the Raiders of Las Vegas. The Cowboys hammer the Patriots 38 to three. San Francisco 49ers, they stay undefeated. And they appear to me to be the best team in the NFL. They put it to Arizona 35 to 16. The late game, the Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs. 
They uh, close. It's a close one, but they hold on over the New York Jets, 23 to 20 tonight. Monday Night Football. The Seattle Seahawks travel to New York City to face the Giants. Kickoff 8:15. The Pittsburgh Pirates finish their 2023 season, shutting out the Florida Marlins three to nothing. Pittsburgh finishes 76 and 86. Howard, now that's 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 10 games under 500, but that's a 14 game improvement in wins from last year. So I think you got to look at it like, okay, all right, they improved by 14 games. We will go over all of this season's post-season uh, playoff matchups tomorrow on Slatter on Sports. And Howard, another sad baseball passing to oh, report. Former Pittsburgh Pirate pitcher, knuckleballer Tim Wakefield has died. Wakefield won two World Series with the Boston Red Sox. He was a 19-year Major League veteran, and I believe he's number three all-time in Boston and wins behind Cy Young. Everybody heard of Cy Young. He's got an award named Roger here. Clemens. Everybody, and then Tim Wakefield. He finished with 186 big league wins. He won the Roberto Clemente Award in 2010. Another really, really good guy. Tim Wakefield was only 57 hey. years old, Howard. Slider on Sports Time, 7.58. A lot of sports talk coming up today here on the Watchdog Radio Network. Seth Stasky is in at noon for the Seth Stasky Show, always on Mondays. Uh, the Neil Brown Press Conference, uh, he'll be uh, – He'll puffed be crowing. Up. He'll be puffed up and ready to go today from noon to 2. You hear the press conference in its entirety right here on the Voice of the Mountaineers in the Ohio Valley, the Watchdog Radio Network. Pine Room Boys are in at 2 o'clock for an hour of uh, conversation. Tony Caridi's got uh, this Mountaineer, uh, not Mountaineer, but statewide sports line, which is mainly Mountaineers, uh, coming up today at 6. And more Mountaineer talk with Touchdown City tonight at 7. So it's a full sports day, as it frequently is, uh, all day long here on the Watchdog Radio Network. Uh, text from the Frio Stack Auction Service text line, because uh, we're talking about the Tonight Show, Bob. After months off the air because of the writer's strike, the Tonight Show is back with new episodes tonight. You know what I say about that? I ain't watching. Who cares? Yeah, they'd have been better off re- reruns of Johnny. I, I, listen, I appreciate the text. I don't mean I don't care about that, but I, I don't care. This current crop of t- after Johnny left, uh, and then after Letterman left. That was it, you know. Now there's just now, now there it, it, like there were giants among us, with uh, Jack Parr, Johnny Carson, David Letterman was one of the giants among us, and now they're just midgets out there. I'm sorry, I, it's not even the, I, I don't even like them calling it to the Tonight Show because it doesn't compare to Johnny. At least that's my take on it. Da, 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 da. Sixteen hundred WKKX Wheeling FM ninety seven point seven AM thirteen seventy WVLY Moundsville.